There was a time in my life Thought I had to do it all for myself And I didn't know the grace of God was sufficient And I didn't know the love of God was at hand But now I can say Discouraged, struggling just to make it to another day. You gotta let it all go. Oh, yeah. Let it all go. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to our live stream Sunday service at Unity of Farmington Hills. It is a pleasure to have you guys tuning in and watching us. It's a pleasure to be here, right, guys? Yeah. Woo! Even though it's just a few of us, we're still filling up the house <laughs> with the spirit that we are free in. Um, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and um, like I said, it's a pleasure to be here. Just wanted you to know that if you want any of our email blasts, you can go to our website, Unity fh.com scroll down to the bottom put in your email address and also the board members called everyone who had given us their phone number to check in on you if you want to call from us the next time we do it please go on the website and put it in there you can send us an email with your phone number your email address and i think i've covered everything if you want to do a donation online you can do so on our website, it's the donate, donate button. Click the Donate button, and you can put your donations that way. Or you can send in your checks at 
Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500, 13-mile road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And I think that's all of our, all of our announcements, right? Oh, I am going to be, huh? The Zoom. Yes, I am going to be setting up a Zoom party on Monday. Uh, I will, you will be getting an email from us, an email blast from us uh, later on today. So it'll be in the afternoon at 1 o'clock and then in the evening at 7 o'clock, just for us to get together and chat with each other, check in, maybe tell each other some jokes, inspirational things, but I want us to check in and, and just connect with each other. So that's why we'll be doing that. And I think that's everything. Um, so let us begin. I'll fill in a little more because Nick's up there. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, my, we, do, we are having the Wednesday evening meditation still. And what I'm going to do is I'm thinking about doing that as a Zoom as well because in the Facebook Live, I couldn't chat with you guys, like interact with you guys and see your faces. So I think I'm going to do the Zoom as well. Oh, and I guess I can read. I'll do the daily word after we do Shirley the Presence. to keep the service as you, the, as, um, the same as we normally do. We're trying to keep it as close to the same. So now we're going to do the daily word. And so the daily word for today, Sunday, March 29th, 2020, is inner peace. The affirmation, I find the peace of God in the silence within me. And the message reads, the Hebrew, the Hebrew scriptures tell the story of the word of the Lord commanding the prophet Elijah, to stand on the mountain before the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. As he awaits, Elijah fails to find God as he endures a windstorm, a wind strong enough to split mountains, an earthquake, and then a fire. Then Elijah discovers God in a sound of sheer silence. Sometimes chaos surrounds me as I try to find the peace of God. Other times, the chaos may be inside me. I persist in my efforts as I confront inner storms, fires, and earthquakes as I search for peace. Like Elijah, I remain steadfast in faith, undisturbed by what is happening around me. I wait for distractions to pass. Peace is mine. 
And the scripture comes from 1 Kings, it's chapter 19, verse 12, and it reads, And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of sheer silence. Let us take a deep breath and just go into a meditative prayer. So if you don't mind, just allow yourself to relax in your seats at home. Take a deep breath and exhale slowly. And take two more deep, deep breaths and exhale slowly. And just allow your consciousness to float right on down into your, the center of your chest, your heart center. Whenever we go to the throne of prayer or sit in meditation, it is best to quiet yourself down. Release all of the worries of that day, that moment. And just feel that presence inside of you. Sometimes I put my hand on my heart center and feel my heartbeat. Other times I may focus on my breathing coming in and out gently. However you choose to just center yourself, just allow yourself to be at peace right now. Feeling the presence of God, feeling silence inside. Knowing that in this now moment, God is with you wherever you are. God is with you in this now moment. Because God is there, all is well. So just let that penetrate in your consciousness deeply. That wherever I am, God is, and all is well. And let's just sit in that space just for a little bit. And now as we gently come back into this space, you guys gently open your eyes. Just keep, continue to hold that center space within you, a peace, inner peace. I love this daily word. I find the peace of God in the silence within me. And that is what we just did. And so now just take one more deep breath. And exhale slowly. And know for the rest of the day that that is all you have to do. Just quiet yourself down to find the peace of God within you.
Now let us know our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One power, presence, one power, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us know our growth affirmation together. I give thanks. Do you know if I hurt? I don't know if I hurt either. <laughs> we had it with us. I guess we can't see it on the screen. So um, just know that we give thanks for this divine sanctuary that is filled with hearts and minds that are centered in unity, truth, and that our hearts are filled with joy and love, and that we are grateful that we have created a community that ha provides all of the necessary resources to, to provide a spirit-filled, loving, and compassionate world. I think I said it as best I could. I'm going to memorize it even better, guys. So anyway, let us keep going. <laughs> At 50 years of age, I'm still looking for a dream. A war is already waged for my destiny. You've already won the battle and you've got great plans for me. Well, I can't always see. Cause I got a couple dents in my fender. Got a couple rips in my jeans. Gotta put the pieces together. But perfection is my enemy. I'm my own. I'm so I thought I had it figured out See my life will turn out right Now make it here somehow But things don't always come that easy Sometimes I would doubt oh, Cause I got a couple bits in my fender Got a couple bits in my
<laughs> Thank you, Laura, Lauren, Nicholas, Bernard, and Michael. Wow, that was awesome, as usual. <laughs> I know you guys aren't here to clap, but you can clap at home. <laughs> Let me slide this back a little bit. It's going into the flowers. All righty. So, this, you know, this feels a little bit awkward to not have the, the, the sanctuary filled, but I, I know you guys are watching, so I can still feel your energy. So we're just going to keep going with the flow and letting God do what God do in this situation. So I want to start off with a cute little joke. And so there was this older gentleman who had gone to his doctor. He had a feeling his wife wouldn't go, so he went for his wife to ask his wife, ask about his wife. So he said, Doc, you know what? My, my wife is having trouble hearing. She can barely hear. And, he, and the doctor was like, really? Well, what is the extent of the problem? He said, I don't really know. So his doctor said, well, I tell you what. Why don't you go home, and why don't you do this test? Start from back maybe 20 feet from her, and then say something to her, and then move forward until you get to the point where she can hear you. And he's like, okay. So he's excited. He has an idea, something to start off with. So he gets home, and as soon as he comes in the door, he sees his wife in the kitchen. She's washing uh, the dishes, and he asks her, hey, honey, what's for dinner? And so she doesn't hear him from 20 feet away, right? So he's like, wait a minute. She can't hear me. So he steps forward about 15 feet, and he says, hey, honey, what's for dinner? And so he's, she didn't respond, so he's like, she still doesn't hear me. So he goes up 10 feet and asks the question again and still has no answer. So he's like, oh, my gosh. So he gets five feet behind her and says, hey, honey, what's for dinner? And she said, like I said four times before, we're having lasagna. <laughs> he went to the doctor for the wrong person, didn't he? <laughs> I thought that was funny. I think my husband might just ignore me sometimes. <laughs> or I might do it to him if I don't want to answer. But that is just funny. I thought that was really cute. So as we move into deeper into this Lenten season, I've been really focusing on the consciousness of what it is that we will be good for us to be fasting on. Because, you know, in the Lenten season, normally there's a fast thing. You let go of something that you really like, like maybe some jelly beans or some candy or uh, maybe like when I first became a vegetarian, I started off by letting go of red meat first. And then I stopped eating um, chicken and fish. And, then, and that's how I ended. I did it uh, year by year. But in unity... We focus on fasting from negative thinking, fasting from the things that put us in a lower frequency and a lower level of consciousness. And so we, not only do we focus on fasting on that, but we also focus on bringing ourselves into a higher consciousness. So today I want to speak on seek a higher consciousness. And there's no better time. <laughs> I think that right now, with what's going on in this world, that we need to really focus on seeking a higher consciousness. And so what does that mean? Well, as I was reading through um, Keep a True Lent, which I read every year in, from Charles uh, Fillmore, who's the co-founder of Unity Movement, um, this is a powerful book, Keep a True Lent. He was talking about, first of all, he says that Lent is a season of spiritual growth. He says it's a time for progressive unfoldment, when we, are when we can blend and merge our mind with God mind. 
He says, the way is open for the Lord to glorify us and to lift us into a higher, pure conscious, uh, more spiritual state. And then when he, go, when he talks about the fasting, he says, in fasting as metaphysicians, uh, we as metaphysicians abstain from error thinking and meditate on spiritual truth until we incorporate it into the consciousness of oneness with the Father, until we are incorporated into the consciousness of oneness with the Father. Now, the beautiful part about that is that when you move in a space of feeling the presence of God and you move in a space of a higher consciousness, no matter what's going on in your life, you move into a space of peace. And so right now, that's what we really need right now is peace. So the scripture that, there's a couple scriptures that are, have come to me for today. The first one, you've heard it over and over and over again. is Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, and this is from the New Living Translation. It is, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Let's think about the world right now. Not just here in the Farmington Hills or Detroit area or Wayne County or Oakland County or Macomb County or even Michigan. Let's go even further out, past the United States, into past uh, North America, even into the globe. What do we need right now? And one of the, 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 one of the songs that came to me that um, our band sang it a couple weeks ago, and it's what the world needs now is love. That, that, um, that song, you know, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. That song it's a powerful song, but the truth is the world already has love. I, I was mentioning that it's right inside of your hearts. What we need is to act like we know it. That's what we need. We need to move into a space of knowing who we are and what we are. We are divine children of God, made in God's image after God's likeness. Not only are we made in God's image after God's likeness, we were created to create. We were created to create. Our bodies were not only just created to create in our minds, our bodies are self-healing agents. They are self-healing. They are self-healing. And when you tap in what your body needs, they're talking about eating well. They're talking about drinking the warm waters, all these different things, or tea or whatever, all these different things. If you're doing that and practicing that, and you're already on a space of handling your physical body, what about the spirit, the spiritual body? If you're sitting around tuning in to what's going on over and over and over again and sitting there all day having it on and, and permeating your mind with that consciousness, you're bringing the vibration into your body and you're lowering your body. No matter what you put into your body physically, if you are bringing into your body spiritually something that is damaging by the way you're thinking about it and it's putting you into a space of worry, you are not doing what's best for your body, for you, for those around you who love you, or for the world. Every time... Those thoughts come to you. Seek a higher consciousness. Every time you worry or think about somebody else, seek a higher consciousness. Every time you hear about somebody you know who might have uh, contracted this virus, seek a higher consciousness. Every time you hear the authorities or the people in the high places uh, bickering and fighting over whatever, 
Seek a higher consciousness. The thing is, you have to be in a higher vibration than what's going on in this world. And we need to do this globally and collectively. We need to move into this space, do everything that's recommended for our physical bodies, but you got to feed your spirit. You got to feed your spirit. We cannot get through this on our own accord, by ourselves. We cannot. We have to seek the one that created us. We have to seek the one who can fight this. We don't have to fight this battle alone. We have to seek God's presence. And so I was asking, okay, give me some ideas on how to do this, God. And so as I was thinking about this and, and why we need to do this, this is why we need to do this. We are a threefold being. We are spirit, we are soul, we are body. The spirit is created to feed into the soul. Those areas in your mind and that, that connect and think, and, the, and then the subconscious parts of you that is sitting there in the background thinking. You always have a, ta a tape going on in your mind. There's always some tapes going in your mind, subliminals, somehow going on in your mind. And it's usually what it is that you grew up with. These stories are going on in our mind over and over and over again. And we've got to clear the slate and rewrite them. But the only way to rewrite that spiritual energy, because thoughts are things, they're spiritual things that are going through your mind, and two things cannot hold the same thing. So you got something spinning around that's, that's something that's destructive, and, dis, and, and it brings you down, and it's not good for you, it's unproductive. And the only way to switch from that is to take the attention off of that and put it on something else. And what happens is when you put it on something else, what you stop feeding dies, and what you feed grows and you rise up in a higher level of consciousness. So there's four levels of consciousness that we shift through on and on throughout our day. And the first level of consciousness is where we seem to be right now, and that's victim mode. That's victim mode. This is being done to me. We don't know what to do. How do we handle this? This is done. What's going on? That's victim mode. And when you're in victim mode, you're in a low vibration and you're in a lower consciousness. And during this state of Lenten, of Lent, we're supposed to be fasting from those thoughts. We're supposed to be creating a space where we can move up higher. Jesus did not conquer his body by just eating right. Jesus conquered and didn't even conquer his body. He became one with his body through his spirit. He aligned it with his soul. And when he aligned it with his soul by thinking of the higher thoughts and releasing anything that is a lower thought, he moved himself in a higher expression of Christ. And as he did that, he moved into his spirit. So then when you go inside in the silence of who you are, you're connecting with spirit. And the body follows whatever is going on in your mind. If your mind is connected with God, and you realize, you know what, I have some control over this. I have control over this. Like, for instance, I can wash my hands and I can do the things that are recommended by me. And then you shift from what's being done by me, to me to what's being done by me. I'm co-creating. And so you move into the consciousness of our third unity principle, which means that we co-create our lives through thoughts with God, through thoughts held in mind. So you move into a victor's consciousness, and you move, elevate up a little bit higher into this victor consciousness where you have control. So those times that we're in a space of coming home, washing our hands before we come in, making sure we disinfect everything, and doing all those things that we know we can do, 
What is mine to do? And we've moved into victor mode. But we're not supposed to just stay there. We're spiritual beings meant here to express spirit, here to express God, here to let this world know that the presence of God is walking, moving, and breathing, and having his being in each and every one of us. So we're meant to be in a higher vibration by being an expression of letting God move through us as us. So then when we realize, you know what? I have some control over this, but I also have some control over my mind. I can shift my thinking. I can move into a space of being loving, not only to others, but especially to me first, and thinking and connecting with God. We move into a space of vessel consciousness where God is able to use you as a conduit, and that's where I want us to be. I want us to be in this space where God is using us as a conduit here in in the unity of Farmington Hills spiritual community. I want us all to realign our minds with the Spirit of God, knowing that God can heal this situation now. It can be healed. It can be healed. But you cannot do this if you're walking in a space of fear. You have to move out of the sphere, out of that lower vibration that's creating it in the first place. I promise you some type of fear created this. And fear cannot transmute it. So you move into a space of letting God move through you. Go into meditation. Go into prayer. I will say this for the rest of my time here. You go into meditation, go into prayer. That's the fourth unity principle. Aligning your mind. So... I like the scripture where Jesus says, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be open. And I asked, well, how is that connected to seek a higher consciousness? And God told me, affirm me in this situation. Let's take the acronym and let's put it this way. Affirm me in the situation. Affirm my presence in the situation, no matter what it's looking like. When you see the map with all these things up there showing Corona, 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 you see God, 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 God. I hear you, God. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, I'm so full. I'm full. And you let God flow through you and from your heart in every area that you see, you send love, 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 love. And you see every heart touched by what you're sending out there. I promise you, they will feel it. They will feel it. I've been doing it and I can tell they will feel it. I trust and I believe they will feel it. So you affirm God, affirm God, affirm God in every situation. I don't care what you see. You stand rooted in it and affirm God. And then you seek God in there. You seek God. And that the way that one of the, um, this lady, her name is Lynn. Her husband just transitioned. She, they go to Unity of, of uh, Livonia. And I have been walking with them since the cancer returned in her husband's body. His name is Alden. And some of you who are viewing may know because you may have visited Unity of Livonia or whatever, but this woman is in such a state of gratitude because as she walked in this situation with her husband, they had just gotten married last year. And then as soon as they got married, he fell and hurt himself. And then through that, 
He just started experiencing one thing after another after another. But through every single thing, every single thing, every single thing, they are standing in a state of peace, standing in a state of seeing God, standing in a presence of loving each other. We still have more time. Knowing that, and I prayed for them, prayed, God, give them more time together. They just got married. God gave them more time together. She kept being grateful for that. He kept being grateful for that. And every time someone came into the place to help him and do something for him, he was saying something nice to them and feeding into them. He was standing in that space, standing in that space, standing in that space. And even when I went to see him last and we were going through creating his funeral, his memorial and what he wanted to do at the funeral, he's picking his songs. He's in a space of peace. And I'm sitting there looking at this man whose body is frail, but his spirit is strong because all he saw was the presence of God. And he wanted songs that will uplift at his memorial and his funeral. And, of course, because of this corona thing last week, we couldn't do it, they, do it the way they wanted to do it. But he still got his song. He is still buried at the tree his, where he could see this beautiful tree. His body is there, but his spirit is floating around. Every prayer that we prayed for, that they get a chance to do everything that they wanted to do in this last stage happened. God's presence was there. You have to shift your consciousness and stop looking at the physical and see the presence of God. So she said that what she does is, first of all, every morning she has this gratitude journal. Every morning she, before she gets out of bed, she thinks about five things to be grateful for. That's seeking God right there. So you affirm God in the situation, and then you seek God, and she seeks God. And then she one time, and so a couple days ago, she was doing that, and she was thinking about God, and she lit into, went into this book and was reading, and then it set her consciousness to go get her husband's death certificate in a space of peace. She's in gratitude. She see all of these things kept happening, one thing after another after another, in a seeming tragedy. This isn't a tragedy. I, I, I heard this story, by the way, of this guy, and I know I'm talking about this death. I'm doing it because we got to face it and we got to shift the fear of it. So this guy, he's passing, he's in his hospice and at home, and his, his, his daughter goes and tells her minister, can you come play, pray with my father before he passes away? So the minister goes into the, into the bed, goes and sees him, and he walks into the bedroom, and the guy's sitting up straight, and there's an empty chair next to his bed. And so the minister says, oh, you, you knew I was coming. You have a chair ready for me. He said, no, I don't know who you are. And the minister said, oh, told him who he was, and your, sister, your daughter asked me to come pray with you. And he said, oh, okay. He said, close the door, please. So he closed the door, and he said, I don't want anybody to hear this. This is something that I've never told anybody. And if my daughter hears this, she might think I'm crazy and put me in a lunatune, a, a loony bin until I pass. He said, when I was growing up, I never knew how to pray. Never. And then the, the priest would say, well, you know, you need to pray or you're sinful and this and that. And he said, I didn't know. Until four years ago, one of my friends told me, you know what? Praying is like talking to Jesus. So get a chair, put it beside you, and just talk to Jesus freely. And he said, and I did that, and it felt good. And the minister looked at him and saw the peace in him and said, you just keep doing that. So the minister prayed with him, and he, and, and he told the minister, yeah, and I do it every couple hours. I sit and I just talk with Jesus. When my daughter walks by, I just stop. And then when she, um, when she leaves, I go ahead and finish talking to Jesus. So... 
A couple days later, the father passes away. And the daughter calls him and says, I just wanted to let you thank you for coming to pray with my father. He did pass away earlier today. And she, he, he goes, really? How, how did it go? How was he? Was it peaceful? And she said, yeah, he called me in earlier today, gave me a kiss on the forehead and said, I love you. And I went to the store. When I came back, he was gone. She said, but the weirdest thing happened. She said, right before he passed, he must have laid his head on the chair that was beside his bed. And the priest said, she said, what do you think of that? And he said, I wish we all could go like that. When you have the consciousness that you are one with the presence of God, and that's what he was doing. He was laying his head in Jesus' lap because he felt the presence of God in that. Wherever it is that you seek God, seek God in this moment. So you ask, you affirm God's presence in, in the situation. That's the same thing as asking and you should find. Because if you affirm God in this situation and what's going on, you will, re, you will receive what you're affirming. If you seek it, which is the same thing as sitting with the presence of God in your mind, whatever it is that you are seeking, you will experience that as well. And I promise you, as spiritual beings, what we are seeking is the peace beyond all understanding of sitting fully in that presence with God. That's what we need right now, and we need to send that out into the world as we're sitting. And then the last thing, ask is A-S-K. So ask and you shall receive. Affirm and you shall receive the presence of God. Affirm the presence of God wherever it is, knowing that you will see it. And then seek the presence of God and sit with the presence of God. And then the next thing is knock is what the Bible says. Knock, and the door shall be open. So I'm like, well, what is that with the acronym? You're, how are you making that for me, God? And God said, no, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that I am with you, and I will never leave you. Knock down anything that is standing in the way of you feeling more fully my presence. Seek God's presence. So Lynn also started cutting out different things that inspire her. She has this jar, and it's big enough to fold up things and stick them in there, stick them in there, stick them in there. And she did it until it was full. And every time she feels something overwhelming, something fearful, she goes to that jar and pulls something out. And every time she pulls something out, it is always connected. It might have been a daily word. It might have been affirmation. It might have been a poem she saw. It might have just been a picture. Whatever it is that she put in there. And I suggest that for us to do something on a regular basis that you can realign yourself with God to know beyond a shadow of God, a shadow of a doubt that God's presence is with you. How do you know it? And if you don't know it, it's time to know God. It's time to affirm God in your life. It's time to seek God's presence in your life. And it's time to know God in your life. That is the only way that you can seek the consciousness of God, seek a higher presence, seek a higher consciousness. In every situation, no matter what's going on, even if you're happy, there's always room to go to the next level. Are you ready to go to the next level? Yeah. I am ready to go to the next level. Together? I am ready to seek a higher consciousness. And then there's another scripture that really touched my heart. 
It's from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. And it says, and I'm sure you might have heard this too. It's in the Old Testament. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, called by my name, then your name is your nature. Called by my name means if my people who are made in my image after my likeness will, uh, will humble themselves, which means let go of what's going on in this human world like Jesus did. Let go of this human. St stop thinking about it. Humble yourself to God. And, and, and not outside of you. Oh, God, if you see me, I'm here. If, if, let your will be done if it is your will. It is always God's will to give you the kingdom of heaven and good things. Always. And you're already one with it. So when you let go of that, humble yourselves and seek God. He says, if, they, if he, uh, the, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, affirm God's presence everywhere. And I want you to do that with me. Every day when you see that map or whatever, if you're looking at the news, every time something's lit up, God's there, God's there, God's there. Healing power, healing power. I affirm uh, divine perfect health, divine perfect, whatever affirmation. Send it out there. From your heart, send it out there. From the spirit, send it out there. And bless it. Pray, affirm the truth. That's what it means to pray. It means to affirm the truth. We don't beg God. We don't, we don't seek out. We affirm on the consciousness of faith. I promise you we can change this. If we all come together and pray, let the, the specialists do their work and be guided there, but we pray and give them the healing power that they need to step in the spiritual awareness of who they are. And those of you who are out there on the front lines and doing this, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Those of you who are first responders, police officers, everybody who is doing your part, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. But I thank more than anybody, anybody, God's presence. I thank you, God, your presence is in me and I can tap into that presence. I thank you for giving me the power to speak it out into the world. And I thank you for giving everybody else the power to speak it out into the world. That we are perfect. We are whole. We are complete. That this world is perfect. It is whole. It is complete. That we affirm it right now in the spirit. And when you affirm it right now in the spirit, it has to manifest. It has to. It has to. I don't care how many people have left the physical expression and gone into the spirit. Now they're up there to bless us even more. It has to change. But you have to move and seek that higher consciousness and move in it. You have to affirm God's presence. You have to seek it out and be grateful for whatever you see. And you have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that wherever you are, God is. And wherever anybody else is, God is there. Omnipresent. Omnipotent. God knows. God is omnipotent. God knows. God is all-powerful. God can heal. God has everything we need. So let me finish this. Let me finish this. Let me finish this. Uh, and seek my face and turn from your wicked ways, which means stop being caught up in the propaganda, in the sensationalism of this. I know it's serious. I'm not saying it's not serious. It is serious. But God is more powerful than what is serious. And we have to stand in that consciousness. And it's in you. It's in you. Turn from your wicked ways. I will hear from heaven. God said, I will hear from heaven. You know where heaven is? Heaven is not out there. Heaven is in here. Even your thoughts are tapping into God 
and you're co-creating. Shift your thoughts. What are you thinking? Shift from fear to knowing you are perfect, whole, and complete, and so is this world. And then he says, um, I will hear from heaven and will forgive your sins and restore the land. Forgive your sins just means to shift you back from missing the mark. Because sin is an archery word. That means you're missing the mark. Shift you back from missing the mark. God will help us all move into a space where we are only seeing the presence of God in every situation. And when we're doing that, we're seeking a higher consciousness. And we are giving the world what it needs right now. What the world needs now is love. But it needs us to send it out there, not hold it in. So fill yourself up with it every morning. Affirm God's presence no matter what's going on. Seek God in your gratitudes. Find something to be grateful for, at least five things a day. And then know beyond a shadow of doubt, a doubt that God is greater than anything that you experience, anything, and knock down anything in your consciousness that's blocking you and distracting you from thinking otherwise. Amen? Amen. The last thing. All life is precious. I don't care who says it's not. All life is precious. All of us are precious. Right now, I thank God for blessing all of the lives that are on this earth now. All of the lives that were physically expressing on this earth now. All of the lives that are right now experiencing any affliction, not just coronavirus. And I thank God for blessing us all with divine, perfect health. And I see it. I receive it. I believe it. And I step in it and I be it. And I pray that every one of us do this as well. We can stand up with our governor, with our mayor, with everyone else who is holding us in high esteem and doing their best to work for us, everybody, we can all stand together and send out spiritual help and strengthen them, that they fight their fight, we do our part, and seek the presence of God in every situation and know that everything's going to be okay. I just want to close in prayer. Thank you, God, for blessing me with this power of knowing that as I pray, lift the words out and then send the vibration from my heart that I don't have to just pray with my words. I can send love from my heart. I thank you, God, that right now the world, everybody in here, everybody watching is feeling the love that you are sending through me as a vessel into the world, that in this space right now, I moved from, I have moved from victim to victor to vessel consciousness, and right now I stand in God is, I am, that I am you, you are me, and that every single expression of God walking in physical flesh is as well. Thank you, God, for your mighty power of healing that I feel going on in this world, no matter how it looks. 
And thank you that you are always with us no matter what. And you will never leave us nor forsake us. It is done. It is done. It is done. In the holy name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you, God. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Now let us bless your love offerings. Do they see this too, the divine offering, or do I have to? Can they see it, Laurel? I mean, Lauren? Perfect. So you should see the, the love offering blessing up on the screen. And so I'd like you guys to affirm it with me. And we're going to, I forgot the basket. We're going to turn in our love offerings and bless your offerings before you even hit the donate. Even if you're, you, you're doing it electronically, but you can still bless and know that it blesses us. And I want to thank you all. I want to thank you guys too. I love you. I thank you for being here with me. I love you. And I love you all. Thank you for the way you are supporting this spiritual community, for the way you are loving us, for the way you're loving yourself, to have a place to come back to by blessing, not just through your love and your prayers, but financially blessing as well. So as you, when you finish this and when, whenever, remember to go on the website, unityfh.com, hit the donate button. You can put in and designate that it's for Sunday worship or however you want to put it. But know that we love you. That is why we are here doing this. We're keeping our distance and doing what we're recommended to do, but we still want it to have church, and we still want it, you to be involved. And that is my biggest promise to you, that I will do my best to be an expression of God and to lead you in the consciousness of God to the best of my ability and to the best of how this beautiful expression of God is guiding me. So let's do our, our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me, blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen.
Offertory celebration up on the screen. And so let us all, uh, you can extend your hands to the basket. And uh, we're just blessing. We're sending out a healing energy and a blessing this love offering. So together, thank you, God, for your ever-increasing, unceasing flow of absolute good into our lives now. And then the other one I will just say, and you guys can repeat it after me. Thank you, God, for these gifts of love. Thank you, God, for these gifts of love. Coming from hearts of love. Coming from hearts of love. To bless this ministry of love. To bless this ministry of love. <laughs> now we're gonna do our uh, prayer circle. And so um, lift out your, your hands into the TV screen so you can tap into blessing. And it's just gonna be brief. So anyone who you're thinking of who needs prayer. You can say their name out if you want, otherwise you can just think it. And I just see the world, every name that you guys will call out included in that, my name included in that, my husband's name, my family, everybody here at Unity of Farmington Hills, everybody's included in this. Thanking God for manifesting your highest good in whatever way is needed. We seek your presence in the kingdom of heaven right now inside of us. And we see your healing wave of love vibration swooping through this, sweeping over this world and enfolding us with your love. Thank you, God, for your divine gift of love and healing. It is done. It is done. It is done. Amen. All right. Now let's do our prayer for protection. I keep getting in the way of the camera. Together, the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. And the presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Amen. Let's do our prayer. Praise God, there's peace on earth. I know it begins with me. Praise God, there's peace on earth. The peace that was meant to be.
God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week. Enjoy your week. I'll see you next Monday. Peace and blessings. Woo.